0: Welcome to The Paleo View. I'm Stacey Toth, best-selling author and co-creator of PaleoParents.com, where we focus on real life solutions for families seeking health.
1: I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times bestselling author and creator of ThePaleoMom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like
0: hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. Stacey, how are you? We just started the show differently. You're welcome, everybody.
1: (laughs) You're welcome that it started in this nice, normal way compared to to what will probably be in the bloopers of what we started. Let's say starting the show versus starting the Skype call. Let's differentiate (laughs) it that way because some really... Not of my era vocabulary came out of my mouth in a really dorky, um, it doesn't make me sound young, it makes me sound older way, and that was not my favorite thing that's ever happened, but I didn't think about it or control it. So it was organic, and dork town is basically what just happened. So
0: You just dorked it up again. By saying Dorktown? Yeah, and you were, like, using sentence structure that lives <laughs> in Dorktown as well. So, clearly, you've got something going on, and we'll just enjoy visiting Sarah in Dorktown this week.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, if I haven't been able to turn it off yet, chances are really good I'm not going to be able to turn it <laughs> off for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, now I guess uh, I spend a lot of time by myself today, staring at a computer screen, and maybe I'm just really excited to have like an interaction with an adult. I think that's probably what's going on. I, I'm just I'm, like I'm really happy to talk to you. I think is,
0: is what I'm trying to say. If you're trying to have a conversation with an adult, I can get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you literally
1: choke on your tea right now. I almost did a spit take all over my computer. <laughs> I was like, I had to put my hand over my mouth to like not spit herbal tea all over the place. Um, what, can you pretend to be an adult for a little while? Will that, will that suffice? I think. All right.
0: You know, I just do so much adulting during the day. that.
1: So you do the opposite. So yeah. I spend so much time. Like either with kids or like completely socially isolated during the day that when I'm like home in the evening, I'm like, I I just want to spend time with grownups right now, uh, especially after my kids go to bed. Um, And you spend time with grownups all day. So when you get home, you just like want to hang out with the boys and drop the maturity level about 12 notches.
0: Truth. And trust me. So. Let me just explain to you the maturity level is dropping a lot, but also Cole just turned 11 and he's going into the sixth grade this week. And you have a bit of an anniversary happening as well. And it's just like stuff is happening. Life is moving on and
1: we're getting old. That's all I have to say about that. So I'm going to use that segue and I'm going to launch off from it because Tomorrow, which is a couple of days ago by the time the show airs, is my five year paleo anniversary. And, you know, as much as I sort of, you know, I, when I tell people, they ask me, like, how should I transition? I said, you know, like, honor how you affect change in your life. So if you're a person who does better with rip off the band aid, jump with both feet, get through the transition, and just do it that's what worked for me. That's what worked for you. Like that's a great strategy. But if you're a person who does better with baby steps, like do the baby steps and go gluten-free first and then work on the rest of grains and then work on dairy. Right. And then work on maybe hiding some organ meat from yourself and eating more vegetables. Right. So I kind of always say like the most important thing is to honor what is going to set you up for change in the most successful way But the bright side of being a, you know, rip off the Band-Aid, cold turkey kind of person is I have a day that I went paleo that I can celebrate. And that's like, I mean, I guess you would, I guess if you're doing baby steps, you could celebrate like the last step or you could celebrate the first step too. Or every, maybe you just have a lot more anniversaries because you celebrate every step. Maybe I didn't think through this clearly enough five years ago. Um, But it's, (laughs) it's cool for me to think, you know, I don't think I've stuck to anything health choice related for five years ever. Like, I, I just, I don't think that there's ever been an active hobby that I've done for five years. I don't think there's ever been, I mean, maybe yoga. I did yoga, I I mean, I did yoga on and off for I mean, I've been doing it on and off for 20 years, Um, and I've probably had a few five-year straight stints in there. Um, Maybe yoga? I mean, but certainly— You've been a mom, and you've been married. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I went to school for a ridiculously long time.
0: So it's like the things that really matter to you that you're
1: committed to— um, thank you for distilling it into such a amazing soundbite. I think we're done with the show. <laughs> and <laughs> and scene. Um no, I mean I think you're right. I think that um there's you know, there's been um going paleo. I'm using air quotes that no one can see right now. I know you can hear the air quotes, right? There there they are. I'm still doing them for no reason whatsoever other than Dorktown, because we've established that right? <laughs> Um, but there's, you know, going paleo has been about so much more than just changing how I eat. There's, it's been a tremendous journey of self discovery. And, um, and I, I understand myself in so many different ways better because of the experience over the last five years. And part of it is like, really understanding my body's cues, right? So um, when my body's not happy with a choice that I've made, um, when my body is starting down that slippery slope of badness, um, you know, I, I understand those early warning signals way better. And I feel like I have control. So yeah, I mean, sometimes I do go, oh, I just really want ice cream right now. And I have, you know, some coconut milk ice cream and I not the best. I mean, coconut milk ice cream is pretty much never the best choice. Um, But at the same time, it's now it's a choice. And yeah, maybe it's a choice that comes out of a craving. I had a bad day or whatever, but it's still a conscientious choice rather than an impulse or a compulsion. And, um, And I've learned, I think, not just so much about optimal diet for me and how Um, how to balance what my body really needs to be healthy within the confines of like a real life. And sometimes there's birthdays and sometimes there's Thanksgiving, right? And, And figuring that out. But I've also really come to understand the lifestyle aspects. And I mean, everybody knows that I'm a huge sleep nerd now. Um, I mean, I always liked sleep, but now now I really understand why I like sleep and stress management. And I, you know, I've taken up meditation and um, I, I, you know, really try very, very hard to have some time every day where I laugh so hard I'm nearly crying. Right. Like these things that have just been. A tremendous value to my quality of life, but also to my physical and mental health and um and so paleo has kind of wrapped all of that together with also this huge shift for me in terms of my career because when I started paleo, I was too sick to you know work at an academic job and and look after kids and so I was had taken a break from academia so I could focus on kids and what's happened over the last five years is... Like this whole way more important thing has come up of, you know, maybe being, I guess I sort of consider myself a health educator now. I sort of consider my my main goal is to increase scientific literacy around health topics for the general public. And that has become, for me, like so much more important than what I could have done cloistered in an academic lab, you know pipetting cells up and down all day. So, um, so it's been a really, a really important five years in terms of me really understanding my body, but also figuring out who I am and what I want to do with my life. And it's, um, you know, something I never could have done without that. Okay, tomorrow, which was August 31st, 2011, I'm gonna do this uh, crazy diet thing that sounds really hard, because right? that's that's what it was at the time.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's difficult for people to probably comprehend. I've known you probably the longest of like anybody in the paleo community. Um, I don't know. I don't uh, recall mm-hmm. you. I don't recall you having like.
1: I think it was your first paleo friendship, right? Yes, definitely. Okay. I mean, I think I had been blogging maybe five or six months by the time we, you know, had our first phone call. Like, not very long in the, you know, startup blog perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just,
0: it's probably impossible for people to recognize, but even when I met you, and that's the, like, longest is what I'm getting at – I have seen a huge change in you, but I also recognize that when I met you, how much different you were from before you were paleo because we've talked about it so much and I can see from the way you live your life and visiting you and spending a lot of time with you that things were a certain way. And it's, it's interesting when I was at your house a couple of months ago, one of the things that I noticed was that all of your family photos from before you were paleo um, reflected a different Sarah to me, not because of your weight, but because of your outward appearance. Your smile was different. You didn't really do your hair. You didn't do your makeup. And I think not that doing your hair and makeup is a necessity for confidence, but I know for you, I think that translated into like a sense of self. Like you, you found yourself and you found something that made you feel really good about yourself because you could give back and you also recognized this goodness about what you were doing, not just for yourself, but for others. And for me, it's really apparent. And I know like you've said wonderfully nice things to me about how, you know, I inspire others. And I think like the takeaway for me and watching where you were to where you are now is it was kind of this thing in the beginning where you hesitated and you were you know like oh should i do this because my girls are still home and I don't want to take time away from them but I want to help all these other people and now to see like you found a balance that's that's really the overall message that we tell people all the time about everything is like find that balance for works that works for you in your life that you can still achieve as much maximum greatness as you can without hitting like a wall of detriment. And that's what you did. And then once your girls were in school, you're able to do even more and give back mm-hmm. even more. And I have seen you grow even more per- personally, not because you're like, Hey, see you later girls. I'm going to you know, like do whatever.
1: But I think because I mean, it's tempting sometimes, <laughs> let's be frank, but yes, I know but you, you,
0: ha- you have more to give because you have more time. And, yeah. you know, I- and I just think that's, a reflection of not just like your own paleo journey, but I know that that's, there are parallels in that story for myself. And I think for all of us who are finding ourselves and, you know, I think that a lot of new mothers could say the same thing, right? Like you find this different part of yourself that's strong and driven and like, you want to do this thing for your kid or, you know, for someone who, is just undergoing a large change in their life, whatever it is, being able to come out of that more positive and grown and as an example and inspiring others and contributing to the community as something that, you know, everybody wants and you managed to find it and you should be extremely proud and happy of what you've been able to accomplish just, you know, from a personal perspective as well as within the community, so...
1: Yeah, I think. um, Thank you. I think there's there's a couple of things that you hit on, but probably the the biggest for me is um, that sense of finding myself in my place. So that was something that I think was sort of independent of making dietary changes or understanding lifestyle. It really came from the part of my health journey that has been, you know, public and, and creating resources and writing books and doing seminars and doing book tours and being interviewed for documentaries and being interviewed on television, those types of things that have come out of, you know, really what was just enthusiasm and nerdiness that kind of met together on the Internet. Um, but I remember our um, crazy City of Day book tour that we did that was a really great idea, but super, super hard to actually do. Um, When we were in Toronto for all of six hours or whatever it was, um, I remember having this conversation um, about, you know, well, like, I think the question was something like, well, you know, what, what has changed? And I, I explained it as, um, I feel really, not really confident. Um, I mean, it is confident, but that's not quite the right word, but there's, it's a, I have found my voice and I feel confident and assertive with my voice. And I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, there's things that, um, that I can contribute to this community through that voice. That are really unique and really important, and that discovery for me was one of the best things that I could have ever discovered, just for my own sense of well-being and, and sense of being true to myself in my career as well as you know my everyday walking around life and that was something that, you know, I never started this journey. I started this journey really just trying to clear up my skin. Like that was, I went paleo because my skin was a, was a hot mess. And, um, and so not only did that happen and I lost more weight and I got really healthy and I got strong and fit and I put a couple of autoimmune diseases into remission and all of this great stuff. Um, but the, the bigger thing for me really has been, um, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm more grown up and that's actually funnily enough, like finally knowing how to do my own hair and how to do my own makeup. Like (laughs) those old family photos, like I tried that is what things looked like when I was trying. Uh, and it's, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. It's a pretty sad situation. Those are pictures that no one on the internet or listeners of the show shall ever see. Um, but it's one of those things that makes me feel like I'm like I'm really a grown up now because I know how to m- make myself look professional with the hair and the makeup, and it doesn't take three hours; it only takes like one. <laughs> 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 that's that's like the one of the, the I don't know. It's just like one of those little asides um, that most most women I think learn when they're in high school, and I never figured out hair and makeup back then. So it's just it just took a couple extra. Decades is is all. Well,
0: like I said, it's not just about hair and makeup. And I don't think that there's anything to be – I don't want to use the word ashamed because I don't think you were shameful of those photos. But, like, there's nothing – that is who you were, just like our before Mm -hmm. photos are who we are. And, you know, there's, like, this – this movement of people now who are doing like before and after photos and they look quote unquote worse after and they're making a point like, but I'm happier now. Like it's not to say that anybody shouldn't be happier with who they were or who they want to be or where they are now, which is another like bigger message that we tell people all the time, right? Like find self-respect, find self-love no matter where you are in your journey. Like it's okay to love yourself as you are and to want to be better. So it's okay to love yourself, as you were, it's just to me, I look at you as someone who, as you said, like found yourself and you're filled with that, you know, comfort. I don't know how to explain it to people because I think it's like a thing that happens to women in their thirties oftentimes too. Like I, I wonder if this is just part of finding ourselves and who we are is crunchy people who really enjoy eating vegetables and having low inflammation. (laughs) Like, I don't know, but I think like, Um, To me, it's a lot about, you know, really figuring out what's a priority for you, who you are, and, and really owning and feeling good in your own skin. And I feel like when you feel those things, it's easier to make healthy lifestyle choices. And I know for me, you know, I talked before about when i was going through the depression with my back injury like i didn't feel those things and that was one of the th- that was one of the cues for me that was like something isn't right and i'm trying to fix it and i just can't fix it because i wasn't feeling like myself i wasn't feeling comfortable and confident and and happy with myself i was feeling negative thoughts which isn't normal so i think it's it's amazing to have that kind of healthy perspective
1: inside and out no matter where you are in your journey so um PaleoFX has this, uh, they just started it last year, and it's this satellite event for um, entrepreneurs in the health field. And it's called, I think, PaleoFX Health Entrepreneurs Event. And I was one of six speakers at this event, and I talked about business authenticity. So I was talking about authentic marketing and authentic leadership. And I started with the definition of the word authentic. And how, and that actually is a term that comes from psychology. And it means that your words and your actions throughout the day are true to who you are as a person inside. And I think that that's probably the best word that I can think of to explain this sort of coming of age experience for me, tangential to the, the physical health benefits of going paleo is that I have found a place of authenticity. I found a place where everything that I do in my life is true to me. And that's a really amazing thing to be able to say. As someone who has a pretty big landmark birthday coming up, you know, starts with a four, ends with an O, um, it's really amazing to be able to have found a place where I really feel like I know who I am and I've structured my life to be true to that. And, and, you know, my career is resonates well with who I am. And, um, and that's, you know, I understand that that's not a choice that necessarily everybody has, right. You know, we have to have income, so we have to have jobs and not everybody has the luxury of a job that can, um, Feed their personalities and their, um, you know, life goals in the same way that I've been able to do with, um, you know, writing books and and the website and everything. But um, but I think it's it's a really neat place to be, to really feel like I understand myself, um, and I think maybe that's that's maybe the the crux of it. I think. I spent a lot of time um you know depressed and in pain and inflamed and um going through the motions of life and not even it's not even that I didn't really understand who I was it's that i I was so deep in everything that I couldn't even start thinking about it and and what Paley was given me is is the health and the space and the ability to um, you know feel good enough in my body that I can start to really think about things like what do I want out of life? you know like those those bigger questions I think that also come with approaching landmark birthdays um, but it's it's been something that has been a really important right? I guess I already said it, right? Journey of self-discovery in addition to health journey.
0: I think it's interesting. One of the things that you said, you know, spending so much time kind of being unhealthy and being inflamed. And I think like, that's one of the things, it's been over six years for me now. And it's, It's interesting how Facebook memories and looking back at old blog posts remind me of how bad things were that I literally had just completely forgotten. Things like that, like how, you know, it was um, Cole's birthday actually and Matt was like outside walking and playing with him and there was a photo that I had posted and – I remember every time I see that photo that that was the inspiration for me that I wanted to be healthier because I was inside because I just didn't have the energy to go out and like walk up the hill and play with my own son and I was like okay this this is what I need to change like this right here I just want to be there for my kids and have that energy and now looking back like you know I I reflect on something like my back injury where I'm like oh god you know how awful it is that I've had this thing for a year and it sucks but then I'm like well, but I'm living life. <laughs> like I'm still yeah. playing with my kids and I'm you know, I have a great job and I I do all these things and I have energy at the end of the day and I and it's so it's like even when I'm in a slump now, it's not as bad as when I was feeling good before. And it's like it's fascinating to get to that point in your journey and be able to look back and say, like Wow. Like the inflammation and the depression and the, you know, the unhealthy lifestyle was affecting me so much. Like I didn't even, I didn't even know what good could feel like. And it's just, it's amazing to be able to reflect back in. And, and I, yeah. I hope that that, you know, inspires others to remember and reflect where they really came from. Because I know we all focus on like where we want to be and what we want our future to be. And we're upset that we're not there rather than really reflecting on like, where am I now, and and what am I doing to get where I want to go, and
1: what do I have to be proud of and happy about already? You know. Yeah, I love that point because um, I think that for people who are starting their health journeys, you know, a, a story of you know I can look back over the last five years and think about how far I've come. You know, that can be very inspirational and that can help motivate people to keep working. But it can also be very you know, I remember, I remember how hard every single choice was in the beginning. And, um, you know, every one of us, I think, has our own sort of internal motivation. And for me, it was the same as, or it's very similar for you that I um, wanted to be, I, I really wanted to be a healthy role model for my kids. So I really wanted to break some generational cycles so that. My kids sort of intuitively understood what healthy eating and healthy lifestyle choices were because I was living it in front of them and raising them that way. And, um, and I was really worried because I was on the cusp of a type 2 diabetes diagnosis that I was not in that direction and I, I needed to change something right away. And so I think it's really important for, for you know to really emphasize that it is a journey and every step has value. And it's wonderful to be able to look back over, you know, the entire mountain that was climbed. But at the same time, every step is worthy of appreciation and worthy of, you know, stopping and enjoying the view of where we are now and really appreciating the journey for what it is. And when we can get to that point where we are Appreciative of every day that we made some better decisions than we would have before. Um, appreciative of, of very, very small things, right? Things can change very, very gradually. It makes making hard choices easier for starters, but it also makes for patience, right? It's so easy to always be focused on right, the last five pounds or whatever the performance goal is, or the clothing size goal, or, you know, the blood work goal or whatever it is, and feel like we can't be happy until we hit, you know, the ultimate goal. Meanwhile, we've hit 200 small goals on the way to the ultimate goal. and we can appreciate every single one of those steps for the victory that they are.
0: Truth. I was just dropping the mic right there.
1: I, I heard it. I heard it. I heard a fall. <laughs> Made a little boom boom noise. Well, what what are you gonna do in the next five years? I mean, that's the question, right? So, um, the funny thing is, is that I think I have ideas for fourteen or fifteen more books, and I have four outlined um and contract signed for two and so i don't think i'm going to be bored is what i'm trying to say
0: no no doesn't sound no. like boredom
1: um you know for me uh you know books are an amazing medium that allows me to go into far more detail than i can successfully in a blog post um and it really reaches people in a different way than a website does. And so I am I feel very honored to have the opportunity to write, to write them, even though they're really a ridiculous lot, lot of work. Um, so I think, you know, for me, I, I kind of almost have this like library of, the, of books that I want to create and have be available as resources out there in the world. And then, you know, I'll, other than that, I'll see what other opportunities kind of – land in my lap and, and, and go from there and try and continue to work on my own health and optimize my own health and, um, work on my work-life balance. I've been doing a lot better with that in the last year, year and a bit. Um, but I, I have to be continually mindful of it. It's, it's something that I still have to almost schedule sometimes, but, um, Yeah, I kind of just want to take this momentum that I've developed and keep rolling with it and keep trying to, you know, build my reach and refine, you know, my messaging. And and really, um, I'd really like to uh, take a dent out of the incidence of chronic illness in this country, if not... Make it a thing of like, oh, remember the 2000s when everybody had diabetes, <laughs> right? Like that to me would be amazing that we just it like everybody knows how to eat and food is good. Food is really affordable. And everybody thinks back to, you know, those dark days when everyone was fat and sick. And now woohoo! everybody follows a healthy diet and lifestyle and everyone's healthy like that. That to me would be amazing. So, that I mean, that's I, sure think I think that's more than a five year goal. I think it's more than a five year goal. I think that's more like a 20 year goal. But, um, yeah, for me, it's just, you know, keep, keep going, just keep swimming, just keep (laughs) swimming. Yeah. What about you? Have you thought about like five year goals? I do. I have,
0: I have goals. I think I've mentioned before that Matt and I's like long-term plan is to be bed and breakfast owners. And that's. Still, our plan. Um,
1: so, I, by the way,
0: I'm coming to your bed and breakfast. I mean, Hopefully. you've been to our bed and breakfast,
1: yes. But I'm I'm coming when I don't have to sleep in one of the boys'
0: beds. That's true. We'll we're gonna get real beds, and we'll get like actual linens for people. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's always been our long term plan, and it's still really what we want to do. So, for me, you know, we determined years ago, as people know, that. You know, I wanted to continue working full time, that that was our priority and that like I just we couldn't do it all and raise the kids with the attention uh, that we wanted to. And so we pared down the blog and um, Monica, who was with us for a really long time, is now with another person in the community and we keep in touch. But I miss her dearly because she was like a sister to me. Um and in the meantime, you know, Matt and I have been focused on, like, what do we really want to do? And what we want to do are some things that aren't necessarily paleo parents specific. I feel like um, maybe because you have a doctorate, you don't get it as much as we do. But I get a lot of, like, well, this isn't food related or this mm. isn't kid related. And so – um No, I get it. You get it.
1: (laughs) I get it. Um, And I'm
0: like, you know, I'm more than that. We are more than that. We have more to offer. And frankly, the paleo lifestyle is more to that. And I'm sure, you know, you agree. Yep. Yeah. So um, for us, we're actually kind of moving the blog in a direction. Um, we're calling it Real Everything. And we've got some projects that we're taking off that are about us. I mean, I did a poll before we wrote Real Life Paleo and asked people to use a word to describe us um, as we were trying to think of what to call the book. And like 80% of people use the word real. And so, you know, real food is a passion of ours where we try to be authentic. Um it's real life we're living here. It's not always paleo perfectionism, and um, and there's also some lifestyle factors that we want to incorporate in. Like Matt wants to, um, he's going to start a podcast slash YouTube show with Cole, and they're going to debunk. Um, it's going to be basically like Mythbusters meets hardcore history, and it's. I'm really excited about it. They have a lot to offer in terms of things that they're interested in and things they like to research and share. And some of it's going to be related to paleo-type lifestyle things. And some of it's going to be comic books and has nothing to do with with um, paleo because we have other interests and in other things that we're into. So um, that's that's what we're doing. But we will continue to blog about food recipes and be here on this podcast and nothing's nothing's happening to our website other than we're just kind of branching out making it bigger and adding some topics so people don't need to freak out and go like print all of our recipes or anything (laughs) um we have over i think like 2500 posts or something like it's way too much to even think about trying to move or change anything so we're just we're growing as, as I encourage all people to do. And as you are doing as well, right? Like you, you find the things that um, work for you and those things that don't, you stop doing them. And um, for us, it's been six years and our kids are older and, you know, we've just, it's just happens, you know, it's life. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool to reflect back and be like, I'm totally okay with like, moving like picking up and moving in this other direction and I feel really good about it and it sounds like you're at that place too where you're like I feel really comfortable with this knowledge set that I have and where I want to go and what I want to take it and I I I definitely would not have said that I felt this way a few months ago and so I just personally am like really grateful and thankful for being able to feel really good and comfortable and and confident about our choices in our life and Um, I would not be able to do that without this lifestyle or, you know, without, frankly, your support and listener support and math support and everything like that. Like I, this community, as much as we are thankful to inspire other people, and I'm probably not just speaking for myself here. um, I know that the positivity and encouragement and support that I get from the community has propelled me to be my best person as well. You know, I, I strive to be a role model and I strive to be my best person because of the encouragement and support that I get. So I just want to thank all of our listeners for being around for, you know, our five plus years. Um, We've had a lot of like show anniversaries between show 200 and four years and like all those kind of counts lately. But um, I'm sorry to be so emo. It's just what happens.
1: Well, for me, um, it's it's. Five years is a, it's a, it's a kind of a round number. I mean, if it was a wedding anniversary, we'd be looking for like carved wooden things. Like it's, it's kind of a big deal. So, um, because of that and because of how it's tied with, um, you know, I started, um, I started my website just like a week and a half before my, um, birthday nearly five years ago. So, um, so there's an aspect of this that's sort of tied into upcoming birthday and, and the reflection that goes with that. It's it's been um, it's just been something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And um, it's nice to take a moment amongst the chaos to appreciate um, the, you know, wonderful, amazing everything. And um I'm super excited about real everything. Thanks. I'm I'm excited. I'm going to, when we end the show, I'm going to ask you like a ton of questions that the listeners will not hear the answers to. I would be
0: remiss in mentioning that Matt's new show is called thirsty brain and real everything is probably not up by the show goes live, but it, is, like, in the works as we speak. So, you know, we will definitely... If you sign up for Paleo Parents newsletter, that'll all be transitioned, so we'll notify you and when, when everything's up, and you can go check it out, and we'll have links to um, the new projects and the things that we're working on. And, um, yeah, I, I'm so excited for Matt and I to feel like, hey, what is it that we're really into now? Like, we don't have to do this, like... We don't have to take something in a certain direction just because that's the direction it went in. Like, we can still be interesting and share with people and add value to the community in other ways that we're interested. So um, that freedom is fantastic. Like, I just, I I wish that upon everybody. Like the the comfort to be in your own skin and to to figure out what you want to do and just be totally okay to do it. Like I feel like I was always that kid. That um, do you ever read the book Stripes? Oh goodness, what is it? Um, A case of the Stripes? No. Oh my gosh, you and your girls would love that book. You have to check it out from the library. You don't need to buy it because they're both too old to like actually read it 500 times the way that I've read it with my kids. But if you have younger children, you have to get A Case of the Stripes. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stories. It's about a girl who... Like is afraid to admit to other people that she likes lima beans because she doesn't want to be judged by those people. And so like she gets a case of the stripes and the case of the stripes is basically she blends into everybody else and she doesn't know who she is until finally she eats lima beans and then she's totally okay again. And she's okay to be herself. And I feel like that story is such an analogy for all of my feels right now.
1: Um. Apparently, you can have Sean Aston read it to you online. What? what? I mean, it just turned up with the Google. And the Google I'm just is like, an amazing
0: thing. Anytime,
1: anytime a Hobbit reads children's books to you, it's a great time. <laughs> I'm Just not. I mean, I'm, Sean Aston has done plenty of other amazing, amazing work. But you know, Samwise.
0: I'm just saying. I got it. I'm with
1: you. Um. So when when we're done recording, that's that's what I'm gonna do, and then I'm gonna go to bed. And then you're gonna have him read it to your girls tomorrow, of amazing. course. Obviously. And then I'm gonna be like, "Dude, this is Samwise Ganji." So, <laughs> and then they're gonna be like, "What, mom? Mom, you're in this, Dorktown right now." <laughs> yes, Dorktown. Um. Well, thanks for sharing this reflection with me. Um, I hope that our listeners um, can maybe you know finish this podcast feeling inspired to continue in their own journeys of not just health but self-discovery and um, find a place of appreciating the journey. Couldn't have said it better. Wonderful week everyone
0: and we will be back as always.
1: Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal.
0: I don't even know how to accept a call on this thing. I'm always the one to call.
1: (laughs) I know. It's like a complete different town, isn't it? Different town. Yeah. Different town uh i promise that over the course of this podcast at least a few phrases i say will be not so dorky as what just happened right (laughs) i don't
0: know that's a guarantee i'm not sure you can you can fulfill
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just want you to know there's like a giant pidgeotto on your head on skype i hope that
0: you take a picture of that and share it with the universe
1: Uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to, aren't I?
0: I've been so close to level 24 since, like, Thursday of last week, but then we went camping in the woods where there's no GPS and Pokemon don't live there, which is ironic because is not that where Pokemon live in the show. Um, And then I had to come back and work. And it's, like, haunting me that I know I just need one good night of Pokemoning and I'll be level 24.
1: I need... Hmm. probably like a good night and a lucky egg to hit level twenty-four. I'm like twenty-three and a third. That's still a long ways to twenty-four. Yeah,
0: because the there's like a hundred thousand XP or whatever. Hundred and twenty, yeah.
1: hundred and twenty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> Told you, you could not guarantee. <laughs> Um, yeah, apparently I'm feeling feisty or drugged up or something. Something amazing. Enthusiasm and nerdiness that kind of met together on the internet. Oh, Siri thinks I'm talking to Siri and I'm not even touching Siri. I. She's really into it. He. He. I use boy Siri. All right. I mean, wait, you don't? Of course not.
0: Uh, Girl Siri has such an attitude. Not with me, because I've never cheated on her.
1: See, Bori Siri just, he just desires to please. (laughs) Uh, Girl Siri's always a little snarky to me. Just, I'm just saying, Girl Siri, she's just, yeah.